This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hi everyone, this is Jacqueline and welcome to the first episode of Melanin Misadventures, the Black Lorette podcast, uh, broadcasting exclusively on the Black Girl Nerds podcast. We are here to break it down because unless you've been sitting under a rock, you may or may not know that we finally, after years, have ourselves a African-American lead as the Bachelorette, and this is the first time this has happened, and so Rachel, a lawyer from Dallas, Texas, is our Bachelorette this year, so we are here to break it down, because after years of microaggressions and every racist side comment that the Bachelor contestants had to suffer through years, we have this moment, and we decided that this moment was the time that we needed to get melanin sisters such as ourselves to comment on it. So I'm here. My name is Jacqueline, along with my co-host, Miss Joy. Hello, America. How are you? <laughs> and we're here to break it down. Now, to give you a little history on the both of us, I am a lifelong Bachelor fan. Watched every single season from Trisha and way back, I believe, Firestone. I forget the guy's name, but he was uh, like like way, way back. The first Bachelor all the way to season one. I've seen it all. And I have every season sat down, rooted for the black girl, and watched her get sent home by week three. Um, this season means a lot for me, and I'm really excited. But Joy, you have a different uh, approach to The Bachelorette, because I think as you put it, the premiere episode was the first time you watched in your black ass life. Am I right? That is correct. I have never seen any of the Bachelor franchise. I've never seen the episode of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor Pad. This is my Bachelor. I don't know what the other franchises are called, but no, I've no, there was Bachelor those. Pad, and then there's also Bachelor in Paradise. So you, you are way for being as out of it as you are. You were up on the lingo, girl. Well, <laughs> you know, I tr- I try to do my Googles when I write articles. <laughs> good times um so folks are really invested in this and like people do brackets which by the way um i'm gonna go ahead and put my bracket out there too i believe joy like you you pick the winners like you pick horses so you do like your bachelor draft and now that we have the men that are going to be the ones that she's choosing from between now and the next episode you can kind of pick who you think is going to be there by the end of the episode. And each week is like another day. It's like another week in football. It's like, you got to see if you won. You'd be like, I picked eight people that stayed and two people that didn't stay are wrong. So then you got to get your score. It's like of the eight people she picked, I picked seven correctly and you can like win. And it's like bachelor fantasy draft. It's, it's amazing. So you can come along with this because I know you said you're already invested after just one episode. I'm already invested. Like I, I the, the the plan is is that I'm going to keep writing potentially reviews of every episode, kind of to be uh, addition to our weekly podcast. I might not because we have a podcast instead, and I rather just kind of like talk through my feelings. Yeah, um, girl. Because I, I just, I've talked to multiple people who I found out who I work with. I ran into my best friend today in the event, and she was like, yeah, I'm watching The Bachelor this, Bachelorette this season. I almost had a heart attack because I have someone to talk to about this. <laughs> so, because um, I am, I have become unnecessarily invested in one episode. Yeah, so, like, well, this is the thing I was going to say, so... How many people do you know that are like me versus how many people you know that are like you, whereas and they're just tuning in because our bachelorette is black 
or... Pen guy besides you and my friend Elon, which we got to get her as a guest because she's watched the, she's watched Bachelor since 2002. Like, since its inception, yeah. she's watched every season of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So she has to get on the show eventually. Yes. Um, I have... Majority of the people who I uh, am watching is now watching with me has never seen an episode. Yeah. And I would say I'm about half and half, like... I got into The Bachelorette right away because I'm a romance junkie. I'm the girl that writes romance fan fiction, and, you know, I like that stuff. So, But I like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for opposite reasons. I actually don't even really like it for the, like, oh, I think you're falling in love. I watch it for the cray. I watch it for the girls that are balling like little chicks with skin knees from a dude that they've met, like, just 10 minutes ago. And so at the very end of this episode, I'm going to break down for you a little bachelor facts, as I like to say, because I feel like you'll watch the show and you won't realize that there's some things about it that you may or may not know, but we'll do that after we kind of recap it. But yeah, I, I've always loved it. And I love the crazy, like the crazier, the contestant, the better every, you know, clap back, every, I'm not here to make friends, every dude that's like, are you ready to go, bro? I'm ready for it. Like, that is why I tune in. That is why I'm happy. And every, like, horrible mistake that The Bachelor or The Bachelorette makes on their casting. So let's talk about our Bachelorette, Rachel. So she's an attorney from Dallas. And just so you know, like, I live in Texas, Joy, you're in New York. But Rachel is from, like, a semi, like, put-together family. Like, her father is a federal judge. Like, she was an a, she was a Delta, and she went to the right schools. Like, Rachel has her stuff together. And she kind of, I think, picked men, for the most part, who... I don't know what the word is. Like, they, they had their shit together for the most part. But there were some ones that I was like, seriously, son? So... After we intro Rachel and we get to, like, her story of Nick, who's the guy that didn't pick her but is the reason why she's the Bachelorette, so kudos to him. He gets he gets snapped for that and that alone. Um, we go to meeting her men. So who was the first one that you remember? Um, First one I remember, and it wasn't a good memory, was Dean. Dean. Because... Yeah, so Dean was one of the four that she met on the live Girl, season yes. of The Bachelor. So if you guys don't know, so at the end of The Bachelor, I think Rachel was top three in the season of The Bachelor with Nick mm-hmm. and fan favorite. Um, they announce, they usually announce, uh, based on my research, they usually announce who is going to be the new Bachelor Bachelorette at the reunion show. Yes. So she comes to the reunion show, they announce her to be a Bachelorette, and then they, apparently they switched it up. And actually, wait, wait, wait. Actually, just to me to cut you off, they actually announced her early. So she actually was announced uh-huh. as the Bachelorette when she still had episodes left. So I will just give you that little they, nugget. They've been, very, they've been very messy, it seems, Girl. with their early announcements. Yeah. I, new to this, but it seems like it's a little premature, but whatever. So yeah. she comes to the live show. They're like, yo, she's a bachelorette. Whoop-de-whoop. What they did was they switched it up and get, and introduced her to four yeah. of the 31 men that she was going to meet yeah. early before they do the standard limo reveal, whatever, whatever. Yes. Yeah. One of the four men that she meets um, is Dean. And I remember, I didn't know who Dean's name is. I just kept calling him the fetishizer <laughs> because he, he introduces him. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so serious. I'm so serious, Jack. Like, <laughs> He comes and talks to her and is like, you know what, I'm going to go black. 
and I'm never coming back. And I was like, no, you need to go wherever the hell you came from. You need to go into the depths of Dante's Inferno. You can kiss my black ass because I hate you. And like, let's... yeah. yeah. Four go... minutes. Four minutes in the goddamn show. And I mean, I'm already fed up. Yeah. And and this is the other thing about that, too. She, like, Rachel, I love her. And we'll talk about Rachel, too. Like, Like, I feel like she's in a horrible position because... No matter what she chooses, she's going to be disappointing someone or someone because she's the first, right? And I know for especially the women that are coming into this that maybe haven't watched the show before, like y'all may be looking at this like, oh my God, we have a chance to make our own TV version of Barack and Michelle. But like, I'm going to just break it down for you. The likelihood of that happening is so slim. You know what it is? I had, like, I, I'm going to be honest. I had no expectations because listen, not all your skin folk is your kin folk. Girl. So like, I don't know what type of black woman yeah. Rachel was going to be. I yeah. I would say that overall, I'm pleased with Rachel as a person. Yeah. She definitely gives me a little eye glimmer of, I tolerate fuck shit. Yes. More than I would. But you know what? That's everybody's opinion. That, uh, on the other hand, when you start getting a uh, 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 very fetishizing and very uh, exoticizing her, and we're only four minutes into the first episode Girl. of the season, Girl. I was like, this puts me off this doesn't make me feel good in my spirit. Like, yeah. I don't... These are the things that I was worried about. Yeah, um, and if you... a black woman bachelorette. Yeah, and I knew it. Like, as soon as she was announced, I wrote my bachelorette article, which is like, before y'all get all, like, tooted your horn, and you can find it at the Black Girl Nerds... You can find it at blackgirlnerds.com, but before we get all tooting our horn, let's not forget all of the fucked up shit that's happened in the history of the bachelor and the bachelorette to like african-american contestants it's been messed up like uh, let's be honest they clearly don't care about humans yeah if they kept the show on so long like to be honest like i feel like they have a a woman problem overall yeah i like i something in my spirit told me this is not going to go the way people want it to. And honestly, to be frank, I think the new black, specifically black women consumers, I think it's less of that, but more of we should have an opportunity to be pretty and be sought after on national television if we so choose. Like, to have that agency. Yeah. I think it's more of a... It, to, to your point and, like, making it full circle, yeah, it's not a Barack and Michelle moment, but I think it has similarities in terms of, like, the symbolism of having a black president, right? Yes. The first black president in the office, like, agree or disagree with his policies, there's a, a, a power in that visualization and it has it's a power in that representation. Yep. So even her just being there and showing up and being present and showing her personality and being complex, you know, uh, wild scrub of boys that are in the house regarding, like, uh, withstanding, but her just being there and being beautiful and, and and letting her make her own choices, whether it be for ratings or otherwise, there's I do think that there is an importance in that symbolism. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. I think you summed it up. I think, like, the show, I think what everyone has to remember is the show is about ratings and, like, people finding someone that they can tolerate, and I do mean tolerate, is, like, bonus. But, like, some of their highest ratings have been for seasons where The Bachelor was a complete fucktard or where he didn't even choose anyone, you know what I mean? And then when it comes to black folks, I mean, there have been so many, like, 
microaggressions to just flat out, you know, huge aggressions of racism. Like there's, there was the tokenism. Again, go check the article. Like, I don't want to like re retell you what I said, but I mean, the motherfuckers got sued for being what two people uh, determined to be non-inclusionary about the idea of having a back a black bachelor and then for the dude the producer when he announces rachel to be like oh my god we're about to do our jackie robinson moment i'm like dude you're like george wallace like yeah george wallace was the guy that presided over the segre the desegregation of alabama but when you're like standing there keeping them out for however long it really doesn't count like you don't get to be like that's right i let them in it's like yeah, like you don't you don't get to you don't get to play progressive yes. after you've been beating the head over it for fifteen years. Yes. Like that's that's not the game you've delivered it's not like you were just like, I'm being tone deaf here or I am turning a blind eye to this. No, you deliberately excluded people of color to be a lead on the show. Yes. And it's twenty seventeen, the year of our Lord Beyonce. Like we're, <laughs> like, we're not, like we've not like we haven't at least tried to to progress as an Asian. Like, God forbid we have a trans bachelor bachelorette people yeah. are lose yeah. goddamn mind no i mean obviously not like and first of all like just if, or somebody who was or somebody who was gender fluid and was like let me get five or six of different genders on there you know what i mean like somebody just right. completely pan pansexual they would never and it's okay i get it this is abc which is still owned by disney let's keep it real they, they got their thing right like I'm not expecting them to reinvent themselves right away. Um, but in the same respect, I also say to myself, I'm like, look, dude, I, like this does not end with her. It doesn't begin with her. Who she chooses does not necessarily determine where we are as a progressive um, no. nation or whatever. But I will just say this, like, I just hope it goes well. I know it's going to be cringeworthy. So that's like, you know what? Grab your popcorn. Like, we already know that's why we're here. So sit down and enjoy. I will I will say this to kind of close out that discussion. I would say, though it's ABC slash Disney, like, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. President and politics withstanding, mm. I do think that there is a, we are getting closer and closer to a time where you are financially cannot shut out marginalized people yes. because it will hurt your business. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we we're now in a space where Pandora's box has been open. Mm. They can't, they've already filmed the season. They can't go back to not being diverse. Now that whether that diversity is gender fluidity, whether that diversity is sexual orientation, whether that, uh, uh, diversity is, uh, uh, people of color, disabled people, um what whatever that diversity looks like you are now in a space where as more and more people are are becoming more comfortable in voicing themselves and something as let's be honest a stupid ass show yeah like something as stupid and trivial as the bachelorette representation is now uh infiltrating every nook and cranny of media yeah from the dumbest and stupidest of shows to as big and important of things as major films or whatever the fuck no. so um, you, there is, there, we are getting closer and closer and closer and closer to a time where you cannot avoid it and it will hurt your business. We're seeing that now in films where mm. they're doing the wrong thing in terms of casting and they are flopping out yeah. here. Yep. Yep. But then there's also still like, as much as I'm like, I hold out hope. It's like, I know last year we had a great pilot season with diverse shows. 
half of them didn't make it, and then they're saying like this year's pilot system, this year's pilot season looks white as fuck. So sure. I just, yeah, it's like here's the thing. We'll we'll see. We'll, time will tell after they get the ratings for the end of the season. I'll say this: it gets harder and harder in society when we have a lot of other choices, yeah. and it, it's partially these these um these stations' faults because they deliberately put two black shows against each other and mm-hmm. within similar time slot. Yep. So it makes us diff- it makes it difficult for us to make that choice because to be honest, we've had quality. I, I can't speak for other other shows, but I'm talking about myself as a black woman. We've had quality black television in yeah. the last two years. And this is the thing: it's like they think like like we can't pay attention another night of the week. Like we can show up like, another you, night. You could definitely have like a Shonda a Shonda Land like segment of just black shows, like yeah. a black hour. Like, y'all could do that, and we'll sit and watch three hours of just black television because not beyond them being black television they're just good ass shows yeah. with black actors yeah so the fact that a lot of them oftentimes do pit them against each other in terms of the time slots to be honest because they're trying to cannibalize each other's uh, uh, uh ratings you can't get mad now when you guys make a very white specifically white male new uh, time slot this year um and it probably may or may not do well, yeah. especially because consumers have more options as humanly possible. Yeah. If they don't like what show you're putting out, they will gladly watch a, uh, um, reruns of Blackish. Or do Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, Netflix, Hulu. Let's be honest. Like some people are like, you know what? No new shows. Like no new friends and shit. I, like- <laughs> I, I'm the first to say there is some quality black television that I have watched the whole season up to date, and there have been quality black television. I am a multiple seasons behind, and yeah. I got to get caught up. Because I, I, my brain is scattered anyway, and there's so much television. I have to, it takes me a minute to like s- stop and pause and yeah. just binge watch. Yeah. So I, I say all that to say, and then we can move on to more like on the people you remember and stuff like that. I say all that to say, um, the, 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 this season, The Bachelorette, I think The Bachelorette has, does fairly good in ratings. It wouldn't be on for 12 years if it didn't. Um, I think they're going to be pleasantly surprised by the ratings this year because I think there is a lot of more viewers than they're anticipating because people are just trying to support old girl. Now, whether or not they'll keep watching after watching this first episode, which was some bullshit. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it was a lot. It was extra. And my friend Alon, like I texted her, I was like, girl, what's going on? She was like, girl, this is more extra than the season's past. I'm not going to lie to you, though. It is a little extra. It is a little extra. But it's oh, extra in different I, ways. It's extra in different so, ways. But you know what? It might be extra. You know what it is? It might be extra to y'all as lifelong, you know, Bachelor franchise watchers because there's a certain level of nuance because you're seeing someone who looks like you on television. No, but I, w- I, I would say there's a little bit of that, but it's honestly more, it is honestly more, if you want to, like, keep it real, it is honestly a lot more, like, the awkward is not the normal awkward. Like, the okay. awkward is shit to where I'm like, you motherfuckers should have done a Google search. Like, y'all well, should have broken it down, like, sure. a little and bit. Sure, and I agree with you. Like, I, I'm, I, and I was like, you know what? I don't got no dog in this fight. I don't watch this show often, so maybe this is how the show is. So now I'm getting c- confirmation from two different lifelong Bachelor franchise watchers. Like, no, girl, it's a little extra than the usual season. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So now I know yeah. what I'm preparing for. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so let's get got to- so off tangent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, let's get to the guys now. Um, so Rachel made her selections, and... I will just go ahead and say, of the guys that showed up that night, I'm going to go ahead and pick out, like, the ones that I felt were, like, the greatest. 
And the three that I was like, I mean, I feel like the three where we're like, come on, son, are probably going to be the same. But I really, really honestly liked Blake. Um, Which one? That's the one that got the first impression rose. And oh, he... Wait, no, it wasn't. No, wait. That was Brian. Brian, sorry. I, I said, I didn't mean... Oh, girl, thank you for letting me check my notes. Because let's be honest, common-ass white boy names that I'm like... Dog, there was... There, there is... There were two Blakes. Wait, there no. Was... <laughs> look, look. Liz, Liz, I'll tell you right now. There are two Blakes, Brandy, Brian, and Bryce. Like, y'all need to get some new names. <laughs> Here's the kicker. I don't know who Bryce or Brandon is. <laughs> yeah, Bryce. I don't know who them, I don't know who those and I only know one Blake because I he was one of my personal favorites and yes. I I was hurt that he left. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk K. about it. We'll talk about it. So Blake K is the Asian boy, but yeah, we'll talk about him in a second. Yeah. So mine was Brian that got the 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 first impression rose. He was the one that talked Spanish to her and then like leaned in for a kiss with like no fucking like cares with it. Yeah, like he was like, let me get in on this. Um, the other one who I really, really, really liked was Josiah. Like Josiah is, like, my dark horse to be the next Bachelor already. Like, I don't want Rachel to get him. I want him to be the next Bachelor. He's a prosecutor, and he's just, like, he came with that suit that looked like something out of the Golden Globes with the gray underneath and the V, and I was just like, yes, brother. Don't come in just that plain white suit. Come with yourself. Come correct. Um, and then the other one I really liked, of course, was Alex the Coder, who was talking to his mama, and she was just like, these bitches fall in love too quickly. I'm like, yes, mama, preach it. <laughs> so, yeah, Alex, Brian, and Josiah were my, like, high-key favorites, without a doubt. And I, I'm, I'm already rooting for those three. There's some other ones I like, too. Like, I like Fred, which is the eighth grader. I like Diggy. But, like, those three, like, really set themselves apart for me. So who are your three faves? Like, and I know you wrote in your I... article, but... I I like Kenny. I want I want Kenny to succeed. Kenny is the, the thirty five year old wrestler who I I'm certain he got bubblegum knees because when you're thirty five <laughs> and you're a wrestler, I'm certain that your knees are made of the same material that Derrick Rose's knees mm -hmm. are made of. He also got a kid, yeah. which in 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 Rachel's eyes is looking like she ain't fucking with a man with a kid. So yeah. I don't know how he gonna work. Mm -hmm. But I like Kenny. I do like Kenny. Uh, I like Peter. Peter was the 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 dude from like Wisconsin or like Minnesota, one of those Midwest cities, and like he had the gat tooth. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought he was so adorable. I really, I low key, I feel like he's gonna win the show. Really? I feel like on the lowest of keys, I something in my spirit is telling me he's gonna win. You know what so, though? Nobody who's ever gotten the first impression rose has ever been the bachelor. I mean, has ever won? Has ever made it all the way through? Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. I Brian was a favorite of mine, and then, goddamn Twitter, somebody tweeted that he. Was, I had a video of him promoting like herbal teas, like on some, you know, a uh, 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 Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Peter? <laughs> Peter? Yeah. No, Brian. No. Yes, no, girl. I gotta find a tweet because it threw me completely out my game. No, I was you like, know what? Don't send that to me. I don't need that. I don't need that. Don't do that. It really broke my heart. I was like, oh, my man is really pro. Like, wake up now and some shit. I no, thank you. I'm good. Anyway, um. So that gave me like sl slight Ponzi scheme slash yeah. a, like a sprinkle of hotel vibe. So I was yeah. like, no, nah, I'm good. 
Yeah. Um, and then my last one, but he's on the fence with me, like, is Josiah. So let me tell you why. <laughs> I like, like, when he came in, I liked Josiah. I, Josiah with the see you later litigator little, Girl. little I, like, I like I love me I love me a corny black man I do yes. I, Lord knows I do I think it's adorable because I'm 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 a cornball too so oh, I remember I, why you you you're you putting pause on him why why are you putting pause so, on him so at the end <laughs> when he was talking to uh uh um what's his name Lucas Waboom yeah, him Waboom. when he said cash me outside how about that I was like oh. No, this is <laughs> this something like I'm going. No, like, you I'm can say this me. Negro did not just say that. You can say that. So, I would feel I, okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I, so some I'm I'm basing if you if you're hearing me on this podcast right now, I'm saying something about like I'm saying a lot of something in my spirit because I'm really big on like where does your aura like lead you? <laughs> like so, if you're something in your aura ain't right, I'm really not gonna bang with you, and that's me in real life. Yeah. So. Something about something it like something disrupted like my spirit with with Josiah when he said that they gave me like a ooh is this a sign or a bad omen of what's to come in this season right yeah so I like Fred Fred ain't gonna get chosen because look like I think I'm surprised Rachel kept him in the house to be honest because I think she made it very clear bruh I can't see you pass elementary school like yeah I, I didn't I didn't get enough of him to see whether or not I liked him or not. But I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you said you like Diggy. I don't really like Diggy. I'm going to be honest with you. I did. I like Diggy. I mean, I'm not like, Diggy is like, cute. He's cute. I mean, yeah, he's like, he's all right. But like, I, I don't have a problem with you being a fan of fashion, like spending money on fashion. I feel as though, though, she, her personality, I feel like she might have an issue with the amount of money he spends on clothes. Yeah, but look at her friends. Like, that was the one thing I was going to say. Like, I was thinking no. Rachel was one oh. thing, and I met her friends, and I'm like, hmm, I hope they no. just cast these bitches for you, and these are no, not really I, a squad. Listen, I don't think that's her friends. I don't I think so either. I don't think those are her real friends. Like, I think it's, because I thought they were bachelorettes, uh, like, contestants, or bachelor contestants of years past. Yeah. That she'd be cool with. So I was like, okay, they invited her. That's fine. Now her real friends need to be coming on like midway into the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, because I really do feel like I'm like they ain't her real friend. First of all, no shade to the to the lovely ladies that came for their little cameo on in the beginning of the of the, of the episode. But there is too much of a disproportionate amount of black women yes. <laughs> in her group. There needs to be a lot. Uh, and if she, if and she's, that's a the thing, she's a Delta, like I know she's those are not her friends. Like I know she's those are not her friends. She's a Delta and was a Delta in the South. Girl, you got, she went to UT. Your... She went to UT grad. Like, nah, son. Yeah, no, nah, no. she, no, nah, she is a Delta from the South. She, her, her friend group should look like the lemonade, the album. It I should mean, be a whole I think, I mean, I don't want to judge her yeah. friends if those are really her friends, but it didn't strike me that just based on oh. like, Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. Did it not seem a bit forced? Yeah. Okay. But I could be I, wrong. I'm Those saying. could be your friends, and I don't want to judge it for your friends. You know, like, I, I live in Austin. Austin is not the most diverse thing. My friends here are, like, kind of white as fuck because it's the fucking white as fuck no, and I don't, And I don't disagree with you, but they set it up saying, like, she said, these are women that I got to know yeah. from contestants on the back. I feel like she wouldn't have set that up yeah. if she didn't want to kind of make clear in a subtle way yeah. that I did not meet them organically like you would meet a normal friend. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was very much like, who 
the heck are these chicks? But one of them put her put the old boy on blast. Like was it Demario or whatever? Where she was like, watch him, girl. I oh, was like, oh, can we? Can I? Can I just move into straight into whoever I dislikes? Because Demario's oh, on. The- oh yeah, okay. I so, hate Demario. D- when he, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like Demario. I, he's not the person I hate the most. Oh, yeah. But I don't, I don't like Demario. Demario, Demario does strike me. First of all, Demario is gorgeous. Oh, and that's the other thing, too. Like, gonna give you a little behind-the-curtain bachelor talk here. All these motherfuckers are actors. Unless they've got a real job, they're all actors. Like, I can just yep. tell you from people that I know that have been on the show, they're all actors. Slash Wait, what was Demario's and... job? Because he hadn't, he was employed, but I just don't remember what he was. Um, Demario is an executive recruiter. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's a headhunter. Okay. Um and I mean so sales. So a lot of these guys are in sales. So a lot of actors, a lot of guys in sales because a lot like, of to, guys in the medical field. Yeah. And like cuz they have to kind of sell themselves to get through the casting process. But regardless of their job that they currently have, they probably want to do something in like entertainment. Like, sure. I can guarantee you that. And, like, what's really funny is it is most of these guys end up, like, after their season is done, if you're the Bachelor or the Bachelorette winner, you'll be on Dancing with the Stars, because that's another mm-hmm. ABC show, unless you mess up, in which case they may pull someone from the discard pile and put them on Dancing with the Stars. So, like, that's happened, too. So, like, these guys know it can catapult. And not... Every single guy that's been on there has been able to translate it into everything, anything, I should say. But there's been a few. There's been a few people. One of them is like a a few of them are radio hosts now or they do web series. So I understand maybe why. And some of them just do it for freaking Instagram followers so they can make be one of those Insta people that make money off Instagram. You know what I mean? Like. So they turn into Instagram hoes. Got it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I mean, it really, some of them are models. Like, a couple of the guys that I followed from um, Andy's season, I think. and No, it wasn't Andy's. JoJo's season. She was the one that ended up marrying the football player or engaged the football player her season, which is the season, this last season of The Bachelorette. She, um, she had, like, several dudes on there. They were all actors, singers, whatever, you know, so... That just just a little aside thing. So like with someone like Demario, where they're like, he's not here for the right reasons. It's like mm, that's like literally about forty percent of the cast. Like they may be there yeah. for Rachel, but like they're also there to be on TV. But I, yeah, but I still hate Demario because De- Demario is a kappa in the darkest timeline. Girl, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> when he did, did that he little say he was a kappa, a kappa too. He is shimmy. Did you not see him shimmy? Oh, yeah. No, I forgot about that. You're right. Girl, let's be honest, though. I watched this all. <laughs> We're recording this a little later. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of forgot. But, yeah. No, I remember. I remember. Yeah. No, when he, yeah, no. When he had, when he had the t- the tickets to Vegas, I was like, this, this screen. Yeah. And like Vegas. Like, give me a ticket to freaking Ireland, dude. Like, why are we going to dirty a, ass not Vegas? Not even that. I haven't. I don't know who you are. You're a stranger. I like something about that just screams weirdly possessive slash abusive slash like uh, aggressive that I don't like. So like, do you know what? Do you know about the fantasy suite? Have you heard about this? Um, as if it's, if it's like the fantasy suite, like on Flavor of Love, then I'm assuming I guess what I I know what it is. Yes, it is exactly the same. It's like towards the end, if they choose to bang, they can bang. Oh yeah, that yeah no. See, my type of reality love romance shows is like 
Flavor of Love. Yeah. I Love New York. <laughs> yeah. So, that is a show I used to watch religiously, so yes. So anyway, I just feel like Demario is definitely the guy that would push boundaries in the fantasy suite. Like, I could just see that on him. Like Because are... he's ready to risk it all because he's a fucking idiot. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't. I like Demario rubbed me the wrong way when he had him tickets because I was like that you're she that's weird because you're a stranger. Yeah. Um. I don't. I, he has this air of, of superiority. He bought two that's tickets not from LA to Vegas though. That's like maybe a three hundred dollar investment. He wasn't balling. Like he could throw that away. <laughs> Bruh. Like on a, and it, like we don't even know the dates. He probably got it on like flight deal. Dude, he may be taking that. her on Spirit for all she knows. You don't but, know. You don't, you don't know. First of all, when did he buy these tickets for? When do they expire? Because he said, I still got them with me. I'm like, so did, what did you buy? for? When? For what time? Like, what date? Uh, but anyway, well, well, anyway, go ahead. But I, I don't like Demario, but he's not my least favorite person. My number one favorite person is Dean, and that was the ones you go black. Uh, That's I never your go least black. favorite? Oh, I girl, hate, no. I hate Dean. No. I hate Dean. Now, he, now, don't get me wrong. Waboom is a... I was just about to say... No, no. Waboom is definitely a strongly close second. Like, Girl, neck and neck. No, that one right there, I was like, they need to give you back your medication. Like, oh, whatever I, you're I, supposed to take. I'm with, like, I'm with you, and it's very, very clear that he's supposed to, like, jazz up the season, which, fuck y'all, that is disrespectful. Y'all not gonna do, <laughs> y'all not gonna do the first black bachelorette like this. I just don't understand, because the worst is Waboom, without question. Well, I know, I, I, trust me, he's definitely a close second to, to, uh, Dean, but Waboom is one of those type of people, and I, and I hate him too, do not get me wrong, but he's one of those people where it's like, he hasn't done, and he might do something stupid uh, later in the season. He hasn't done anything or said anything that had like my made my shoulders like hunch over, mm-hmm. like made me like made my my chest tight. Like that man, that whole you start off the first thing you say to her is, "I'm going black and I'm never going Girl, back." You are never letting him live that down. I no, don't think I it... never let him live in that. No, for as long as I live, he is public enemy number one. He yes. gotta die. Like I don't want him in this season. And the fact that he made it first first round makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. He gotta go. Waboom gotta go. Uh, um and I'm sorry, like Matt, who wore the penguin suit, he gotta go too. <laughs> I don't so think Matt's gonna make it anyway because Matt, no, Matt is all, not cute. Matt, Matt looks like he's a catfish because I don't yeah. know if he looks under, He wore that penguin suit the whole time. He took it off. He took off the head part at least when he was talking to her. Listen, the ones though, I just want you to know, I, I have to put this out. First of all, Blake E, the one that was talking about his penis, girl. Oh, he also has to go to. Oh, for, I forgot. Um, Creepy ass Adam with his <laughs> doll that speaks French <laughs> has to go too. I think Adam's going to make it kind of far, though. But listen, so Blake E, personally, so every year when I do, like, bachelor, uh, like, bachelorette people, there's always a few. And Blake E and Jake, I think we may already have some sexual fluid people because I question the sexuality on both of them. Anybody that's that braggadocious about first sex and their equipment, Mm, I think you compensate personally, personally. One of those two things is lacking. And then Jack, he's the guy that has that like creepy smile and like, ugh, I was just like, you are not, ugh, like he just gave me the, I was not feeling Jack at all. 
Um, and then I'll go ahead and point out, with the exception of Demario, who we both we mo- we mostly fault for him being too smooth. Like the white boys definitely have the creep factor on high, without question. Like the Absolutely. white boys for sure have the creep factor on high. I'm sorry, I had to I had to pull up I had to pull up um Jack. Oh yeah, you know what's all good? Yes, he's got serial yes. ra- serial raper <laughs> eyes. No, I was thinking he has serial killer teeth. Yes, exactly. Yes. Oh yes. wait, which was the dude who fucking brought a hammer? A sledgehammer and ice. Icebreaker. Ice. Yes, I don't remember which one that was. I just remember the icebreaker. But yeah, no, he's he got to go too because he. I don't know if he left because I don't remember. There's like half of the, there was a lot of them that left, like eight of them, and yeah. most of them I did not know who they were. Yeah, they're nameless, very much so. Nameless, um, nameless. and he was super creepy because I was like, why do you have a sledgehammer and come into the the house? <laughs> you got to go too. They all come with props though. They all come with props, but like. As, as cool as it was, it was good to see who she picked. I mean, obviously, as you mentioned, you were disappointed that she let Blake go. He looked like he was maybe multi... He looked like he was probably multi... Or sorry, multi. He was probably biracial with Asian. Blake did. Like, it, it, Blake looks Asian, but he looks like he may be multiracial, like biracial. I don't know. He no, looked... I think... No, no. You might... So, Blake K, no. You don't the think other so? Dude, no. There's one dude on there who had a gray suit. Lower on the short side. He had real big muscles. He gave me like uh, he reminded me a little bit of like Amadeus Cho, the his version of the Hulk. He was mm, like so adorable. I and he, he, I thought was like multiracial uh, uh, or multi ethnic, but mo- majority leaning on the Asian side. And I c- can't remember his name. And he's oh. still in the house. See, I thought it was Blake, man. I was just for sure that Blake was multiracial with Asian. But you know what? Fuck it. There, he didn't make it. So no, why we and care? I, and I'm, I've listened. I am hurt that they got rid of Blake. I really saw it for Blake, man. No, Blake, Blake K. is cute. Blake is cute. But Blake know. K. I was, I was rooting for Blake K, man. He was adorable. Looking polite, killer cheekbones. Yeah. I was here for him. Oh wait a minute. Two things. I before so the cocktail party. This is another bachelor facts. Just so you know, they're drunk. So they ply these guys with tons of liquor at these cocktail parties. So they're just keep serving them drinks, keep serving them drinks, serving them drinks. So as they were talking where their like personalities are coming out, it's because those guys are like three or four drinks deep when they're waiting to talk to Rachel. And the one thing I will say about that too is like, I feel like maybe with Blake and with some of the other guys that we are maybe rooting for, if they don't get their time alone, because remember they were talking about how like a lot of the guys didn't get to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, that tends to happen as well. Like, like sometimes you kind of have to be forceful. And I hate to say, like, it looked to me, at least on the first night, all of these guys were trying to be at least somewhat cordial. And I think that has to do, too, with the age of, of Rachel's contestants. Because just so you know, like, she has some of the older contestants. Because there's, like, a dude on here who's, like, 37, which to me obviously doesn't seem that old. But, like, for Bachelor, that's fucking ancient. Like, oh, the- <laughs> but, but here's the kicker. Because apparently I saw an article that Rachel's the oldest Bachelorette. Yes, yes, by a mile, by a how, while. How old is she? 32. Okay, that's not that old. I'm no. thinking that... But, but that's, the, they're mostly like 24, 25. Yeah, no, the age range was ranging from, because like Blake K, uh, K for example, because I was looking him up, he was 29. Yeah. 
But like, yeah, you're to your point, like they'll be as which they don't seem like they're in their like I'm 25 mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm way more self like well adjusted. You know, I mean, it Mid- just depends. But in in bachelor terms, for the most part, this is an older group. So I think that's why you're not experiencing so much of that like young ridiculousness that we've seen and that's why these guys for the most part I think you know a lot more of them have jobs than what we'd previously seen you know what I mean like I mean she could bring home somebody like you know Waboom but I don't know if they're gonna hang make it through with the judge (laughs) and that's another thing though though I'm rooting for Kenny Kenny's also a wrestler yeah I'm just gonna say like I was not feeling Kenny I didn't want to break your heart because I did think his daughter was adorable but I was just like I like I like Kenny. I don't know what's gonna become of Kenny. Like I, I don't really was, think much. He doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> stress me. This is the thing. He don't stress me out. But realistically, he is a thirty-five-year-old wrestler. Yes. I don't know what she's gonna do with that. Exactly. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Was, with a kid. With a kid. With a kid. Like, which, like, like you could have probably done one of those two, but you can't do both. Son. Do both. No, I'm with you. I'm rooting for him because I think in terms of most mentally self-adjusted, I'd say Kenny is up there. But I feel I don't think he's gonna go far, yeah. which is why I think Peter's gonna go far. But yeah, no. Uh, by the way, ice break the ice dude was Brady, and I'm I think he left, and he, I'm glad he left. Oh, okay. um, that was that was idiotic. Okay. Um, the other but, the other thing I was gonna go say too is with the cocktail party was Blake, Mr. Smooth. Was it Blake or no Brian? Brian, Mr. Smooth Operator, making out with Rachel. And let's talk about the dude in the background who was like, no! <laughs> oh, the dude in the background was Mohi, who I, that was another one of my personal favorites before they did the limo reveal. Yeah. So and like, he didn't make it, it was, right? He didn't make it out there, right? He got kicked. And I was, yeah. he got kicked off. And I was, he was, he, he definitely got, he definitely got kind of, toasty yeah yeah exactly like they get he, drunk and they, they mess up tips, i will say that but mohit was like i i fucked with him man like he loved bollywood dancing he yeah. was close to his family he was very good looking attractive but you know what though that's why i like alex that's why i like alex because he's close oh to his see family. i didn't like alex Every, you know why let me tell you why because his little preview uh, when he was uh lifting weights in the gym and then he lift a book after that i was like this is way too corny for me i'm sorry oh my god if you don't like corny this is the wrong flipping show for you sweetie i'm just gonna break it down for you real quick you need to like seriously tap the brakes on your corn factor because you're talking about my boy right now first of all he's a coder and like Yo, good like legitimately good for him that's dope but man i and i like corny I do. I like Josiah's See You Later Little Gator. I thought it was corny as fuck, but I was like, that's adorable. But, yo, that whole, people think I'm a meathead, but it's okay, because I'm actually a coder, and he's lifting one weight in one arm and a book in the other. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing, (laughs) what I'm not doing is this. I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm going to let you go, because I don't like Kenny, and you like Alex, and so we've already gotten what happens with this show, which is that you have your favorites pitted against theirs. Right, right. And that's, that's kind of what, I, that's what kind of happens. It's just based on personalities. Like, something like, like you just kind of align to who you're interested in. Like, I like Mohit, and he didn't make it. I was like, damn, that sucks. I really like Blake K, and I was sad he went. Milton, I didn't know who he was until he ended, like, I, 
there were so Girl. many light-skinned men that were coming out the limo Girl. they all like blurred into one light-skinned there's, there's a picture online of like they line up like three of the white boys and they're like which is which it's like there's some bad things Girl. and this is the thing though but this is the deal though they could do that this year with the brothers and previously watching the show there if i saw one more blonde-haired blue-eyed chick become like win basically i was about to lose it like i was just so done with all of them and but all not of that. even not even that like and this is no shade to to light-skinned dudes because majority of the white men looked the same to me too like yeah. i was so there were like five different dudes that i thought was the same human being and i did not know <laughs> hand to god i was like who wait is isn't that isn't but that that's so typical so? though oh, too. No. and this is the other thing though too like so i'll just go ahead and say this with the dudes like i like where we are numbers wise because again i feel it's like i'm not gonna lie to you i'm happy for rachel i hope she finds love but i do feel like unless we go about this just for the entertainment of her journey you're probably going to be disappointed with the results because i'll be the first to tell you i watch every season it stops being really good for me around like four weeks to the end when you get down to like the final three or four unless my person that i'm rooting for makes it to the end and that's happened like twice as i've watched this show um i'm kind of like not as invested right towards the yeah end. I, I here's how i feel i feel as though I'm gonna be honest. I feel like they selected a bunch of scrubs for the 31 <laughs> men. I'm I'm gonna overall, they're they're uh, a ragtag group <laughs> group of 31 men uh, that has been reduced now. I think they're what they're they're now at what 21. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that they shortchanged her on potential, mm. but there are some decent people in the bunch that if she chooses the way I want her to choose, she won't be out here looking crazy. Yeah. No, and that's actually, I mean, I hate to say it, like, I will tell you that that's kind of typical. It's typical. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I don't, yeah, it's not anything, that's kind of normal. <laughs> it's kind of normal. Like, yo, like, it just... And they're not that they're scrubs, it's just, like, one, to be the type of guy that's going to make it onto the show, and then also the type of guy, because, again, like, the other thing I would tell you to watch is maybe, like, some side homework, is there's a TV show on, I believe, Lifetime, one of the networks, it's called Unreal, and it is a, like, mockumentary, like, this is Spinal Tap of the producers behind a show like The Bachelor, and it's, like, very veep style where like things are heightened reality and like just whatever's bad about this we're gonna make it even worse so like their second season they um had a black bachelor and didn't tell the network and the network was flipping out and she's just like scrub you want me to go out right now and tell them how racist you are because you won't let me put this show on like it's literally like that show i think will give you an idea of like what I feel really goes on. Like, I feel like that show is completely accurate as far as these producers and how they really are just about the TV and less about... Oh, like, no, ab absolutely. Like, at yeah. the end of the day, when you want representation, sometimes it's under extreme scrutiny. Yeah. And sometimes you have human people being, you know, uh, complex, and they'll make mistakes that you don't agree with and whatnot. Yeah. I want her, and I try to stress this in my article, like... I want her to not feel pressure and whatever she decides to do, whether I agree with it, you agree with it, or anybody agrees with it, 
if it's something she can live with yeah. and sleep well at night, that's all I can ask. Yeah, for. and I think that's the one thing I would say for like the folks that maybe haven't watched the show before and you're listening to this. It's like in the history of this show, there's like maybe four successful couples. Like, and that's over like 20 seasons of one and like 13 seasons of another. Like, the idea that we only have that many successful couples after all of these pairings, there's been something like between The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise, there's been something like 50 pairings. And there's like four, maybe five that actually like made it to marriage. Um, and there's that. been a bunch of yeah, and there's like, been, yeah, exactly, and there's so the much stuff. is low. The batting average is hella low. Like yeah. these are not good. These are not good scores. So if she's like, happy even for a short period of time, and it maybe just has like a good relationship, because let's be honest, like sometimes that's the most we can hope for. You right, know? and that and she might learn something about herself yeah. in the future. Yeah. I just want her to be happy, whether it be a short period of time, and I don't want anything, any mental, physical or spiritual abuse to happen to her, then yeah, that yeah. that's all I can ask for. But I will say, the last other person I say fuck you to is Lee, just because of the previews of the season. Oh, girl, that's what I was just about to go to next. And I'm getting I'm getting feedback real quick, so I don't know if you have me on. Okay, there. Not anymore. Sorry. Um, yeah, let's talk about Lee, because that fool looks like he goes off of his country bumpkin ass mind. He, he, <laughs> he is really on this make- uh, the Bachelorette great again, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> oh my god, I don't. yes! <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Because when they had the preview, and they were, he was like, pretty much like, I'm a bother, da, 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 and it was like, it, it cut to the black men in the house. I was like, oh, the fuck you're not. You are not. Yeah, dude. And they had that little scene of Kenny bleeding in his eye. I was like, Kenny, you are way too big, and a whole-ass wrestler what yeah, is happening? Those are, I, I seriously, I would be shocked I if that was. That's usually what they do that every fell, season. Yeah, they, he probably they, fell off, like fell off of something. Yes, or like they I that shit all the time. Skinny old Lee was gonna be punching a, yeah. a whole Kenny in the face. But then again, and this is this is what happens when you have, and it's not a concern, but this is like realistically, there are gonna be some people in the house when you have a diverse house of men mm-hmm. that are white who don't have the same moral ideals that you have. They're yeah. dead wrong for But this is, the, this is the thing, though. I'm ready for it because I'm like, you're here trying to drape a black woman and, and maybe produce some black-ass children. You need to understand this is what you're signing up for. No, no, no. No, no, no. They should understand. Well, this is the thing. But they're going they to learn today. That's my point. Like, I'm yes, so no, I, ready for I am, it. I am, because we're going to drag them to hell. Once <laughs> oh, my God, trust I can't wait. I will drag them to hell. Oh, absolutely. But I'm saying this, and I think it's a it's a a, a a conversation to have. And one, the the way we focus interracial relationships on strictly white like whiteness, mm-hmm. interracial relationships is any uh, two people yes. in a relationship that are different ethnicities. It doesn't automatically default to a white person and a black person. Yep. So I want to make that very clear to like who's listening. But additionally, if she does end up with a white man. I would hope that she has enough self-preservation that she will have these conversations. It looks like she does. Like she's had, like there's a clip of her in the things like, have you ever brought a black girl home? Cause like I've had that conversation with a white boy where it's like, I'm going to introduce you to my mom. I'm like, 
okay, we need to do a little, like, I'm going to put you on a little prostitute moment right and now. Here's, and here's <laughs> my thing. Like, we've all seen Get Out. Girl. This is the beginning of the movie. Seriously. Like, I feel like that should be mandatory viewing. Like, they need to do a movie night with the dudes on, like, Get Out. And, and like, what is your opinion on Get Out? Girl. Honestly, like, me personally? Or just you're saying they should be answering it? No, they should be answering it. Yes. Like, she should use that as, like, a... That should have been a quiz, honestly, as part of the selection process. Well, I don't know how another- Lee made it through, because he does it's look also, like a Also, side note, if y'all, wanna, if y'all wanna have a good old, good old laugh, there is an article out there of interracial... <laughs> interracial couples... Uh, who saw Get Out and their and their reaction? Yes, to it. yes, yes, yes. And I'm gonna find. Uh, it was. I think it was. It was New York Magazine. Yeah. So article that brings up a good point. Yeah, New York Magazine for the interracial couple ones. But I I don't want to forget this. The press around this season. I cannot leave us without at least addressing this because Newsweek has already had to remove a damn article after one day because oh, they didn't know how to act right. Yeah. Uh, so Newsweek yeah. puts out an article basically saying Rachel proves that the black women can date outside their race or some stupid ass headline along those lines. Which, and if you read the, so I read the article in itself. It was nowhere near as bad as the headline was. No, but there that's some the problem. Pieces, that's right, the it, problem. There were some pieces of the article I did not agree with, but it was not as egregious as the article within itself. And it was written by a black woman, which I something in my spirit is also telling me I don't think she wrote the headline. But no, no, not usually. Big publications, they write the headline. The right. editor so does, she, yeah. Plus, she, I'm going to let her rock because she wrote a decent article. It wasn't a bad article, but yeah. the headline, she didn't get to choose. Or she didn't choose. Or she didn't but, choose oh, well. Either one. Yeah. Right. Right. It's, she, they, right. So I will I will say this. We really got to... If you are not a black woman, especially for this season, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't need your opinion. I'm, like, I'm, being, I'm being honest in terms well, of... Well, okay. I'll, I will couch that slightly saying, you can have the ones you root for, but this very much needs to be like a hands-off in the participation category. Like, I don't need your deep, your deep, hot takes on why she chose the white man over the black man. Like, I don't need your hot takes of this season on that one. So sorry for you. Like, No, and that's what I said. No, I said that. Yeah. I, if you are not a black, I don't, shut the fuck up. I'm not really trying to hear your, I'm not trying to hear your opinion. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm being truthful because there is a certain level of nuance in dating period we're not talking yeah. about interracial dating we're not talking about black love dating we're not talking about online dating or dating in front of a national audience we're just talking about standard normal 2017 as dating there's a certain level of nuance to that dating as a modern black woman yeah that if you do not live that shit i don't want to hear your opinion because let's also talk about this Look at Rachel, look at her credentials, look at who she is. And statistically, she is exactly like most black women. She's accomplished, she's beautiful, and she's single. And that right there says so much. Like, Rachel, if she was not, her ethnic makeup would have probably already been married. Because statistically, black women are successful, they're educated, they do all the things and check all the boxes, and then a lot of them end up very single late in life. Like, it is statistically out there how we kind of have put ourselves in these positions because we've become accomplished and so therefore we're not gonna accept knuckleheads 
Um, but then navigating modern day dating where some people don't understand their internalized racism just puts us in a whole nother bracket altogether. Well, here's the thing. Like it's, it's, there's some, it's historical, right? Yeah. So we have historical data to back up that black women are treated like bottom of the barrel just for existing. We're not even talking about dating, just for living and breathing. We're viewed as less than. Now, add romantic and emotional and sexual, if that's within your spectrum, like, to that, that's a whole nother Pandora's box that you're, you're opening in that regard. Yeah. Um, and so it is difficult in, in that space. And I, and I feel for, for Rachel because people have been mentioning that she's like the oldest contestant. And the fact that she's also the only black, <laughs> black lead, like, it, it it could be like yo her being a lawyer being in school for as long as she was doing her accomplishments that might just been the case it might have been like she wasn't yeah, ready to get mm, right no now. no I, I mean i i agree with that but i just look at her family and her accomplishments and who she is and i do think you have to put that into a factor saying like because i, sure. I, I need to find this article and i'll put it up on our twitter feed because we gotta sign this off we don't want to be here chatting forever but um, it's statistic that black women achieve education and accomplishments, but they don't, Absolutely. they don't find romance. And so that may not be her truth and her story. There may be more to hers, but I know she's never been married. She's not a divorcee. So, you know, so like I would, so I want to close this out with something positive. Um, yeah. I will say this, no matter like if you are a black woman and you are looking for love and it's not working out for you don't don't let anyone dim your light yeah like don't let anybody prohibit you to let your stop your light from shining be as colorful and vibrant and complex and multifaceted as you humanly possibly can because while you may you may or may not just like how the chips may fall may or may not find love if that's what you're looking for might not find the right love or might not be in the relationship that you want to be or end up in a relationship that you do want to be or whatever like you you should know that you're loved and that regardless like black sisterhood is always here and we yeah. will always be there to to lift you up we're always here to support you uh whoever's listening i don't know who the hell you are as a black woman i probably have never met you in my black ass life but i love you I do. girl yes i mean i think that's why too it's like I was saying to the Golden Globes, you know, the Golden Globes, you know, both Donald Donald Glover, <laughs> Donald Glover and Tracy Ellis Ross, when they go up and win, they're just like, thanks to black people, because I feel like that's what we do. Like when we celebrate ourselves or get celebrated ourselves, the first thing we want to do is turn and be like, you know what? I just love other black people and want to thank them for being because I couldn't achieve without other black people, because when you're on the come up. As much as there is, you know, sometimes that your your skin folk ain't your kin folk. There is also some of the like, this absolutely, is family. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like black sisterhood. When I stopped focusing on dudes and started focusing on black sisterhood, let's say the last year, year and a half, like my edges grew back. I, beca- I became less <laughs> ashy. My skin got clearer. Like seriously, my money yeah. got longer. Like yeah. I black sisterhood has helped me and encouraged me in the lowest of times where I needed the encouragement and I needed the love. And honestly, I needed the, 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 the compliment and the boosting. Like, ain't no, there's nothing, there's nothing that feels better than when a black girl compliments you on your look. Yeah, no, it's true. 
And let's go ahead and talk about it too. I can't wait to see the outfits this weekend, or this this season. I cannot yes, wait to see the outfits this season. I loved, I loved her dress. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, what the outfits are looking like this season. I really don't care about the men outfits because I feel like there's gonna be a lot, a lot of bow ties and skinny suits, and I'm just not really. <laughs> yes. But I'm looking, for, I'm, I'm looking forward. To, she's giving me Olivia Pope hair waves of yeah. season two. Yeah. So. I'm I'm looking forward to you know the natural body wave hair yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, bundles. I'm looking for I'm looking forward to that. Um, if she really if she really wants to change the game when she does one of the fantasy suites, I want her to put on her headscarf. Girl, Just, you know, she she actually put in her head she put on her headscarf so many times during the the last season. So I'm sure okay, we'll have it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah okay. She had her yeah, headscarf yeah. on all the time, and every time I saw her sitting with these like sorority like white girls i was just like yes i need right, this right now give me, give me a full give me a hair change <laughs> well, you don't have to even do a transitioning like you don't have to show you taking out tracks yeah. i'm just saying give me one full hair change and a headscarf moment and you and me will be best friends for life that's I mean, all we i really ask. need to do like a like a bachelorette bingo with like black girl shit in there like if i see cocoa butter in the background bingo <laughs> Like I need, I need more than three black friends. Girl, I need, I need, I need a headscarf moment. I need, I need a hair change. Like I want her to come up to one of the challenges or one of the the episodes with braids. Yeah, and be like, be like, where'd you? Well, hey, it's the summer. You know, gotta get this. <laughs> gotta get my protective style in. I want to hear the phrase protective style. Girl. Can we do that? Like, give me, give me options here that I can work with. And I listen. I will follow whatever you want me to do. Just give me that. That's all I ask. That's all I want. Yes. But um, listen. I I root for Rachel. Rachel. Rachel is is a black girl. So hey, she's my sister in Christ. Mm. I am praying for her. I hope things go well. It is not easy being under the microscope in life in general. We are constantly aware and hyper aware of our black womanhood. Just walking around this normal life. So to be on national television and people are scrutinizing your love choices, I couldn't be me, but God bless her for being confident. Um, I support her, whatever decision she makes. I don't care who the fuck she picks as long as he treats her right. And I hope for the best. Yeah. 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 I I hope so, too. I mean, we'll see. Um, the other thing I was just going to add, though, too, is so this is going to be done on the Black Girl Nerds podcast, but we do have our own Twitter account, which I hope to be live tweeting as many episodes as I can as I can muster. I would like you guys, I'm going to put this tweet out for you to please let me know what we should possibly make as our Black Twitter hashtag for this. I don't want to do the Black Lorette because that's actually our handle. So if you want to find us online and tweet towards us, like, you know, hey, um, um, this is me, you know, whatever, tweeting tweeting to you during the live tweets, um, you're going to tweet to us at the Black Lorette, and that's Black E-L-O-R-E-T-T-E, Black Lorette, which I did that so I could get the right handle because y'all know how that is. Um, but uh, yeah, it's called Mel- Melon and Misadventures. And uh, yeah, tweet at us. You can find me at Miss Blurdus. Uh, Joy, they can find you at Jump for Joy, J U M P E D F O R J O I as an igloo. Yes, thank you, ma'am. And so yeah, we're going to be live tweeting this with um, as much 
effort and enthusiasm as we can. And I hope you guys come along for this journey with us to chronicle the Black Bachelorettes. And uh, yeah, that's all I have. And team, team Josiah. I'm going with team Josiah. I know you're not down for it, but that's what I'm going for right now. I'm going team Josiah. Kenny, I see you, my brother. Like, <laughs> cut my chest out. Together we will make through. All right. Up next on the next episode, we will go ahead and go down our picks for who we think is going to make it through and uh, talk about our fantasy draft picks. All right, guys. See y'all next time. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>